Welcome to the LTC University Podcast, empowering and educating across the great state of South Carolina. Here we go. Welcome to the LTC University Podcast. My name is Jamie Preston, and today we have my good friend, Greg Charlton. Greg is the Regional Vice President of Strategic Growth for SC House Calls. Greg, welcome to the show. Thank you, Jamie. Really appreciate this. And one correction there, SC House Calls and GA House Calls, and that's what we're going to talk about today. Um, you guys have launched into the state of Georgia. Greg, tell us a little bit about yourself to start off, and then we're going to get into GA House Calls. Absolutely, Jamie, and thank you so much. I've been around the home health hospice and in the medical industry for almost 22 years. And I've seen a lot of changes, whether it's coming from Medicare or just the insurance companies and the level of care that we can provide for the patients in the community. Being with Georgia House Calls, or as Jamie stated, GA House Calls, gave me the opportunity to be part of a company that is strategically thinking more in tail with patient care and the services we provide, but more importantly is reducing hospital readmissions and providing something new for the patients in their home. Yeah. Right. So give our listeners just kind of a, a, just an example of what um, Georgia House Calls does. Georgia House Calls is a physician's group. So what we do is our nurse practitioners will drive to the patient's home to prefer to perform a higher level of care to our current patients and or patients that are discharging from hospitals or skilled nursing facilities, or for those patients that are sitting at home unable to go to their doctor's office, don't have the transportation, and us going to the home and being able to provide that higher level of care and also introducing the and providing mobile lab and mobile x-ray. So sure. when we're in the home, yeah, so it, it's definitely a level of care that is more than just what home health can provide, but also partnership with home health. Sure. And, and you, and you mentioned, you know, if, if they have transportation issues, but even if they don't have transportation issues and you don't want to wait in a doctor's office, which I absolutely despise, um, you know, especially, uh, you know, being on the other end of the pandemic here and, and people being much more, um, attuned to, you know, viruses and, and just kind of staying away from those things, especially, you know, our older population, you know, um, man, I hate going to the doctor's office, but man, if somebody can come to my home or via telehealth, man, that doesn't get any better than that. Absolutely. Jamie, I've heard this more and more just out in the community. So I've been traveling throughout the different counties that we service within the 50 mile radius of Augusta, you know, Burke, Columbia, Glasscock, Jefferson, Jenkins, Lincoln, McDuffie, Richmond, Tala, Ferrero, Warren, and Wilkes. And throughout these, there are plenty of opportunities for us to visit, whether it's the hospital or the home health agencies or even hospice companies. Mm -hmm. But what we're hearing more and more is the challenges that they're having with home health not being able to take certain insurances as well as not being able to service them in a timely manner due to short staffing. And they are really looking up to us to help provide that care within a two-day time frame. Sure. Now, I, I know a lot of times when somebody's discharged from the hospital, it can be sometimes, it, I think the average is like three weeks um, to find, to get into their clinic. Do you guys do a transitional care 
um, in between there? Absolutely. And that's a great statement, Jamie, because that's currently what's happening. A lot of the physicians out there, especially with COVID, I wouldn't call it going away, but they're so far backed up in in trying to get their patients to come back that they're either canceling their appointments or they're too far out. Our care transition program, for instance, the hospital, is a safe and secure transition from the patient from the hospital to the home within that two-day time frame and we'd like to do a telehealth first prior to the nurse practitioner going out to do the first assessment so our 24-hour telehealth department is astronomical mm-hmm. provided you know providing the pharmacist the palliative care nurse practitioners the psych nurse practitioners and of course doctors it is a great opportunity for us to get in there sooner than later and again reduce those hospital readmissions yeah, I mean, that's the last thing that the hospitals want is for that patient to come back. I know it's it's kind of a, a, a ding on their service when that happens, but that happens a lot when they can't get in to see their primary care provider. Is that true? That's 100% true. And what's happening is these patients are being discharged. If it's home health, that's not being able to service them or cover the the area of coverage to include the insurance. These patients are declining. They just left an environment that we don't know what else they've picked up, what other diseases. So how soon can we get into the home? How can we do that assessment and find out where are these patients now as far as their level of care, but really doing a, a true solid assessment and providing the extra added services that not only we provide, but being able to write those orders in order to make sure they get those services in a, in a timely manner. Yeah. Now, Greg, do you guys see, uh, you know, I, I know there's got to be a difference between being in a clinic setting versus a home setting. You know, do you feel like you guys can provide better care um, and better visits and get more, you know, pure information from a patient being in their home versus a clinic setting? Absolutely. And I'm glad you brought that up, Jamie, because I just spoke to a director of discharge planning in Thompson at the hospital. She point blank stated that the majority of the time when the patients go to the doctor's office, you're sitting there for 35 or 40 minutes and then they put you in the back room and you're sitting for another 30 or 40 minutes for a 10 minute visit from the practitioner. Mm hmm. What we're doing is going into the home. That assessment could be 60 or 70 minutes. We are truly in the environment where the patient feels safe and secure. They're more relaxed. They're at a level of reduced anxiety, so they tell us their story. We're able to see what they're taking and what they're doing and what their challenges are. Those questions and answers are answered sooner than later because they feel comfortable. So coming to the home and seeing what's happening or not happening allows us the opportunity to to give them that better level of care. Sure. Yeah. And I think you just get a better sense of what's going on. I mean, most patients, they're supposed to bring their medications to the doctor's office. You know, when they go, typically don't do that. Um, They're going to forget things if they do. If they don't bring their medication, they're going to forget some. Well, the nurse practitioner seems like they can just, hey, where's your medications? Let me see your medications. Um, I, I think, too, uh, I've heard this from a, a hospice nurse for a long time ago, you know, when they go to the home, you know, and, and the patient says, you know, yeah, I smoke, you know, a couple cigarettes a day and you go in the home and the ceiling's yellow. You can see that it's more than a couple cigarettes a day. You really Absolutely. get a good sense of, 
you know, how a person's truly doing. And you, and when you get that pure information, you can, you can work with that. Work is a, is a great word, Jamie. It's definitely the opportunity for us to capture things sooner than later. Mm -hmm. And you're right. 50 cigarette butts sitting in an ashtray and empty beer cans, or you can see everything that's truly happening. Mm -hmm. They're not going to tell the doctor he or she what they, you know, what are they doing behind the scenes? Because by the time they get to the doctor's office, they already forgot 90% of the questions that they should have asked because they're not writing it down. Sure. Our job is during that visit is to ask all those questions. And medications, absolutely, Jamie. I'm glad that we have our own pharmacy. We do have remote patient monitoring, a lot of different things that we can provide in the home that will assist with that as well. But it's unbelievable what you see in the home and the difference that it makes that we're capturing it in that short period of time so Mm -hmm. we can address it right on the spot and or as we perform the visits. Yeah. So talk about the remote patient monitoring. I know that's a new newer technology that groups are using. Talk a little bit about how you use that at SC House Call or Georgia House Calls. We are very excited about our remote patient monitoring. It is Bluetooth wireless. And the fact that we service so many rural patients, we can actually ship it to the home and it has a weight scale, a blood pressure cuff, and a pulse ox. And it comes with an iPad. What's nice about that is that they can perform their telehealth just from the iPad itself. Mm -hmm. We have about 386 patients currently in RPM. And less than an eight-month time frame, we only had a 2% readmission rate. Wow. It's absolutely something. Yeah, exactly. And that's what we're getting out there is so you guys provide this. Absolutely, we provide it. Now, it's covered by Medicare and Medicare Advantage programs, and there is a copay usually between $20 $25. But here's the nice thing. A hospital visit's about $13,000. Sure. I would love be able to want to pay that $20 for my family member. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So who's monitoring that, you know, and and how does that work with the monitoring? So what they're doing with the remote patient monitoring during that 12 hour time frame uh, out of the 24 hours is if that patient who is asked to stand on the the weight scale and take their blood pressure and pulse ox around 11 o'clock every morning. If something is out of norm, then it's immediately addressed. We call them because we get the alerts. What's also nice about it is if they're not feeling well, it's two, three o'clock in the morning. They literally will go and make that call to the 800 number and allow us that opportunity to triage it by checking their weights and blood pressures. What's changed is what we're looking for. And then we can triage and address. Yeah, absolutely. That's great. Now, you also mentioned you you use a, a different pharmacy. We have South Carolina Home RX, mm-hmm. and I, it's our pharmacy. They have the capability and opportunity to sign up with our pharmacy. Doing so allows us the opportunity to actually deliver the medication to the home. Right. And what's the delivery fee for that? Uh, there is no cost for the delivery. Wow, that's great. Absolutely. Yeah, that, that's amazing. Uh, you know, just to not have to go to the pharmacy, especially if you've got somebody with transportation needs. But like I said before, even if you just don't have the time or don't want to have to go to the pharmacy um, to go to CVS or, or whatever big box pharmacy that you may go to, um, it's just so much more convenient to have it shipped right to your home. 
Absolutely. That's what we love about it. Yeah, that's awesome. Now, Greg, I know that you guys love to serve, you know, uh, assisted living communities and, and, and so forth. Tell me, tell me a little bit about that. As a provider in a assisted living community, we have the capability of doing the full oversight on a different level. Mm. So we're typically inside of an assisted living facility, our nurse practitioner and medical assistant. They can be there as often as needed or required. And what's nice about that is in an assisted living facility, they do have that clinical, clinical aspect, but we do it at a level where we can actually work with not only the patient, but with that particular community and their family, providing that level of care, being able to write orders for medications, being able to do everything that we do in the assisted living to include having a patient care coordinator who will be going into these particular facilities and doing telehealth. So it's providing a higher level of care and being in there as often as necessary for these particular patients to prevent, again, re hospital readmissions and just giving them the kind of care that they deserve. Yeah, and, and keeping them there, keeping them healthy. Um, so let's say, you know, you've got an assisted living, um, you, you know, the, the provider's there to see them, you know, a certain amount of patients that day. There just happens to be another person there that's not feeling well, but maybe not be on the schedule for that day. You know, are they able to just go ahead and see that patient if need be? Absolutely, Jamie. That's the one thing we pride ourselves on. And we've even run into instances where that patient, or should I say that resident, is not a patient, where we literally can have a consent form signed, get it, the patient set up in our Athena system, and see that patient typically the same day once everything's been approved. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. I mean, while you're there, you might as well. I mean, that, like you said, that's going to save possibly a, a you know, hospital visit, which you, those that work in assisted living, um, typically that person's not back. If they have to go to the hospital, they're not coming back for at least if they ever come back to the community, they're, they're gone for 90 days a lot of times. Correct. And that's the one thing we don't want to happen. We all know when you go to a hospital, you could wind up sicker that, you know, being discharged from the hospital. And that's when things really start going south. Mm, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's yeah. And that's that's just what you don't want. And uh, if you can prevent that, man, prevent that all day long, for sure. Absolutely. Um, Greg, what else? What you know, are you, you guys are right now? You're just in Augusta, the community there. Well, Augusta and the counties that I mentioned earlier. So we're definitely servicing a 50 mile radius. But as we grow, then we can add to that and continue to grow throughout Georgia. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So you, you have plans to go spread out even all throughout Georgia. Oh, 100%, whether it's Macon or even Savannah, we look forward to servicing and doing the things that we do great in the state of South Carolina in the Georgia area. Yeah. So uh, on the last, last thing here, tell us a little bit about your telehealth center, um, that you have to be able to kind of make sure people are always connected to you guys. They have a place to call. They have a place, you know, to ask questions and, and tell us a little bit about that center for telehealth. The center for telehealth was established and put together 
to ensure that we're capturing everything that we could possibly have missed. Unlike a regular physician's office, we're just not there from eight to four, eight to five. And then it's going to a call center that truly doesn't understand the aspects of why you're calling. Our telehealth center is 24 seven. We have hired and put together, I want to call them divisions, but they're separate entities. So if somebody calls in and we're triaging, we can make sure it goes to the right person. Mm. And again, as stated earlier, whether it's a doctor that can do a follow-up or a pharmacy consult from one of our pharmacists or a palliative care nurse practitioner. And of course, our psych nurse practitioners as well. Yeah. Wow. That's great. So 24 seven, if they, if somebody has something at 3 AM, you know, when they're not feeling well, they have a place to call. Absolutely. Jamie. Yeah, that's great. Um, and lastly here, you know, it seems like you guys have some specialty services that you provide. Tell us a little bit about that. Well, in the Midlands of South Carolina, some of the specialty services, whether it's we're looking into orthopedic, we're doing some PT in the home. We are looking at cardiologists, you know, nurse practitioners. That they're all specialists. Diabetes, uh, not diabetes, but yeah, we do also manage diabetes. Dietitians. So mm-hmm. there's a lot of different things that we can add. And the fact that we are the company that we are and have been, it's not that we can't do it. It's just how soon can we implement it and get everything put in place? Sure. Absolutely. That's great. It's kind of a one-stop shop there um, and and able to really take take care of people wherever they are. Uh, As we close here, man, how does somebody get signed up with SC or Georgia house calls? Do they need an order? Do they need, you know, to go to their doctor first? How do they get signed up? What's the process? Here's the greatest thing in the world, Jamie. The process is very simple and no no order is required. You can call the 800-491-0909 number, or as I go out, I definitely reach out to them and say, call me directly. I can help with the education. Definitely no order is required. But the one thing I will also say is, this is not a contract or agreement. Mm-hmm. We, you can even keep your PCP, and we can still come to your home. And we call it acute care, but at the same time, we have a lot of patients that say, this is so beneficial that we would like for you to become our primary care physician. Sure. Again, there's a trip fee for the nurse practitioner to come to the home. We wanted to make this as simple as possible and make it user-friendly to the point where why not choose Georgia House Calls? Yeah. And is, you know, how, how is it paid for? Oh, that's a great question, Jamie. Questions always come up. Well, what will this cost me? So if you have a $20 copay at your current doctor's office, then guess what? It's the same thing, $20 copay. Nice. That doesn't get any easier than that. No, sir. It's fantastic. Awesome. Well, Greg, thanks so much for being on the podcast. Really appreciate you. And uh, we're excited to hear what happens in Georgia. Jamie, thank you for the opportunity to talk all great things, Georgia, of course, and Georgia House Calls. Awesome. Thanks. Just a couple of announcements. Every single month, on the first Monday of the month, we have an event called the Community Leadership Assembly. You are invited, especially if you're an assisted living administrator or skilled facility administrator and a social worker. You can earn up to three CEU credits. At this event, you'll hear from a couple different speakers, and we're going to provide lunch for only $10. You don't want to miss it, so make sure you come to 1626 on Main in Columbia, South Carolina. 
you won't regret. Also, if you'd be so kind to write a review for the LTC University podcast, give us a five-star rating. We would really appreciate it. We'd love for you to check us out on social media. You can go find us at LTC University on much. We appreciate you. Thanks for listening. Let's continue to learn together. Have a great day.